And what is up? It is the Discount Dads special edition here. And I am absolutely excited because we have an all-around badass with us today. First off, I'm going to let Billy say hey. Hey, everybody. You probably will not hear much of Billy. You probably won't hear much of me this episode. Yeah, this is... You're not going to hear much from me today. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to listen. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, got my brother-in-law on today, Chad. Hey, how's it going? Chad, and they just gave me a quick rundown. And Billy is, does nothing but just brag on you. <laughs> and I think he likes to live vicariously through you. And he told me that you could you could kill us just by pulling a whisker out of your mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he kill me with a napkin. <laughs> kill us with a napkin. Oh, man. But... Uh, just, buddy, just sitting here talking to you and just getting a rundown of just what basically what a normal everyday, uh, you know, is for you. You're just an all-American badass, boss. Well, I appreciate it, man. I, I don't definitely don't consider myself that. I mean, there's plenty of plenty of other guys I work with I, that could sit here at this table and and have they have way better stories and have done way more than I have. But uh, you know, I am glad to be here. I, Billy's talked about it for a while, and uh, this is uh, this is gonna be fun, man. Um, buddy, I'm joke. glad to have you here, and it just, you know, just we, uh, I don't know. Do you listen to Joe Rogan? So yeah, not all the time, but I okay. have, yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, Billy and I are avid just Joe Rogan listeners. I mean, he constantly has Navy SEALs and Special Forces guys yeah. on there. Yeah, and I always thought, you know, one day I'd like to interview someone like that. Little did I know that just a few episodes into our podcast. I was probably getting the biggest badass of them all. <laughs> David Goggins, who's that pussy? Watch out, Jocko. Watch out, Jocko. Hey, man, hey. You know, I actually currently listen to David Goggins. There's a uh, Akira the Dawn is, a, a, I guess, a record producer, like a DJ. And uh, he makes he has taken David Goggins' uh, motivational speeches and, and has put them into uh, – you know, basically like tracks, you know, that you can listen to. So when I'm running, when I'm working out, man, I'm constantly hearing David Goggins in the background. Just and I'm like, man, I'm such a pussy, man. This I'm gonna need, like, I'm gonna need to download those. Oh, it's great, man. I want to know though, like, is he always angry? Is he always angry? Yes, because he's right. Get up, get off your fucking ass. Go, blah, blah, blah. I can only imagine. That's why. Because what you know, that's one flaw that I think he has. He's got like he's on like what fourth my wife now or something like yeah. that. He's been engaged several times. I can only imagine it is a challenge to be married to that man. Oh, dude, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine it. I thought know? I was difficult to deal with. Yeah, but come on. There, there's one specific that I love. It's called Taking Souls. Oh man, that's it's. Gonna, I mean, just the yeah. name of that sounds awesome too. I'm, you know? I'm writing this down yeah. right now because I gotta, I gotta find a little more inspiration oh, for man, those runs. It's great, dude. And he's talking about that. You know, as you run, he's talking about like taking the soul of just everything that's in your way, whether it be a person, you know, that that pain or whatnot, you know. And it's just really cool once you start listening to it and you're sitting there running, you know. And I, dude, I love it because just running on like the greenway back by my house, I'll be running, man. I'm listening to it. I see some poor sap in front of me, you know, and credit to them. They're out there getting after yes. it. You know, I love so it. So you, you probably know. ran by me. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and, and so I'm, I'm sitting there and it comes on, you know, it's talking about taking souls. And I'm just like, I'm about to take this dude's soul, man. You know, and I just sit there. <laughs> and, and you I, did. And I'm hurting. I am hurting, bro. But I'm like, I'm going to, I've got to do it. Ta I have to Taylor do it, Swift man. faded out. He just <laughs> so, so speaking of running, just real quick, speaking of running. So, um, Chad and I have worked, to get, worked out together quite a bit, but we were in South Carolina, and we went on a run. He was like, let's go for a run. Okay. 
Was it a ruck run? No, 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 no. no. It was Ranger panties and nothing else. Baby. <laughs> just, just find a boulder to carry. Oh, yeah. The I only way, dude. Yeah. yeah, I no. got to get me a pair. So, yeah. we, so we're running right, and uh, I think we were at maybe a mile and a half, maybe two miles, and I'm running. And he goes, "Hey, did you see that? Did you see that alligator?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> Situational awareness. We just ran right past this thing. It was as close as we are. I mean, and I was like, "No." Yeah. But thanks. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> just real quick off of situational awareness. I like to feel like I have pretty good situational awareness, especially just with with firefighting. When the one time a year I actually do get to fight a yeah. fire, you know, yeah. it just does not happen. I feel like I have a good, you know, I can keep my wits about me. But yesterday, I'm staining the deck. I got my earbuds in. I got the one, the AirPod Pros, the one oh, that yeah, the, the sound canceling yep, and everything yep. like that. I'm sitting there listening to a podcast. My wife snuck up on me, and she said she had been having a conversation with me for five minutes. I turned the corner, jumped, a paintbrush flew out of my hand, right in the dirt. I'm just, I was blown away how bad she startled the shit out of me yesterday. Oh, but man. yeah, no, that totally wrecked my situational awareness. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we are glad to be back recording a new episode here. Our movie on the background today is Bad Boys Two, classic. Classic. Because you know, I guess let's go with the theme of the episode. We got a bad boy here. A bunch here. of bad boys sitting around. No, man. Uh, I'm a soft boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about I, bad boy. Um, yeah. No, happy to be back. Um, this uh, COVID-19 crap is uh, oh, man. Uh, killing us. I'm done, but, man. And just, and just to update Nashville even more, I mean, the whole world's getting affected by this stuff, but if you all don't know, we got hit by a tornado at the 1st of March. COVID-19 hits. And then what, what was the name of that stupid storm that hit us last week? Oh, yeah. yeah my, it starts with a D or something like that. My wife, she was telling me about it, and I'd never heard of it before. Um, it, but it, something was just straight line winds. Yes, it produces just, uh, hurricane-like winds yeah. in Nashville. And it was like a five-minute storm. Honestly, I think that produced more widespread damage yes, it did. than the tornado did. Yes, man. like when the tornado hit, it was like 50,000 people without yeah. power. Yeah. But then after that one was over, it was 130,000 oh, yeah, people man. without power. With, Tons of fences. Like I, I actually went out to get some food, uh, just down the road, and uh, you know it was. It looked like it was going to storm. Uh, a Dereco. A Dereco. Dereco. Uh, probably it, not saying that right. There's but. a lot smarter people in the world than know that stuff. I just looked up. <laughs> Dereco. I, I felt smart just saying, "Hey, it, those look like some straight line winds." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You could be, you know, a weather guy. Um, but yeah, man, I was out. I was like, I'm going to go get some food, man. Cause that, that's the thing too, man. I, you know, I love being at home, love being a dad, but you know, I'm so used to like being at home for a short amount of time and then like going back out and we've got, we've got a great like uh thing going, me and the wife and the family, like, you know, the kids hate it when I leave. But, but anyways, I, I was actually supposed to head out uh, a couple weeks ago on, on my next trip uh, for work now. And it's got delayed with all this stuff. So we have been, you know, I've just been at the at house just, you know, Stay at home, dad, just kind of doing everything I can to survive. And the wife and I have been eating out a lot more, not eating out a lot more, but going to get food oh, yeah. just to get that like 20 minute window of like, I'm leaving the house and I'll be back in 20 or 30 minutes. Like I'm just going out to be by myself for a little bit. Yes. You know? So that night, uh, you know, I, we got the text and everything that storms supposed to be coming through and I'm like, ah, whatever, you know, I'd go out and I'm, I'm sitting out in front of, um, uh, uh, burger joint, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting in my truck and all of a sudden it just came through and I was sitting there like, 
well, <laughs> this might be another tornado. I don't know what this oh, is, yeah. but like, dude, I was just waiting for my windows just to just bust into my truck. But it, it came through, you know, pretty, uh, pretty harsh, you know. And but after I uh, heading back to the house, man, just power lines were down, trees were down, fences were down all across. And like I said, you know, it just it was more widespread than that tornado. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, just. I've never seen that. You know no. what I mean? Like all of, I don't know. I've just never no. heard of that term, Dreco, too. And, you know, we've had bad storms, but that was just, it was odd, man. Oh, it yeah. It was weird. And luckily, you know, of course, you know, losing the power again for, you know, several days again. Yeah. And, uh, again, we had to throw everything out of our refrigerator. I thought I got, I, Mr. Mr. Badass here, I finally found a place with a generator. Oh, yeah. Bought yeah. it, got it home, was setting it up, oil, gasoline. Power, power kicked on five minutes later. <laughs> that's how that's how it works, man. If oh, you don't have it beforehand, you might as well just because <laughs> we had talked about in a previous episode about you know this is if the tornado has taught me anything, I was not prepped for anything. Yeah, yeah. So me and him both, I'm sure you've heard of the stories yeah. now. We've we started prepping. I've slowly started prepping. Well, now I have a generator. Right. You know the power's yeah. gone out twice in two months. So yeah. No, so yeah, now you got to get ready, and I got other things ready going on, man. But it's just my luck. I finally found a generator, brought it home. Power's back on. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna interject just for one second, and then I am going to get off the mic. I'm done for the day. I'm going to sit talk back a, and you listen. You can talk a little bit. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm not going to talk at all. But I do want to say that the, the one thing the three of us have in common, I mean, we all, all married. Well, thank you. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> we'll spoon later. The, uh, did the, you, what did you say? We were handsome? What? Oh, yeah. Because uh, have the, you seen my mustache? It's... <laughs> So Just bad. right over this windsock the right here. The one thing that we all have in common is we did all marry alpha females. There's yeah. no doubt. I'm, n- no doubt whatsoever. They are all troopers. Yes. Um, Jeremy, your wife, E, she's a trooper. Awesome article on her oh, yeah. this week, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sis, I, oh, yeah. I call her sis, and that's what we'll leave it there. Sis, uh, uh, Chad, your wife, she yep. um, a, a NICU RN getting her master's right now. Pick you. Pick you. Pick okay. you. Pediatric. Hey, I see. Pediatric. Sorry. 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 Gotta, okay. gotta correct it. Right. <laughs> and and then uh, obviously Al. I, I think she's a, a badass. So yeah, we I definitely think married awesome. some badasses. Oh yeah. But I will tell you something about Erica. She is definitely an introvert. And she realized about a month into intro, into this social distancing and you know stay at home stuff that her life hadn't changed one bit. <laughs> And she was like, "Shit, I've been prepping this for this for years." Yeah, I'm solid, man. And dude, to be honest with you, man, I'm 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 actually kind of the same way. Um, I'm well, and my wife will tell you, Chris, she'll she'll be like, "You nonstop talk when you know, like in certain situations." And I will, like, if somebody's talking to me, like, you know, I, I mean, I could go on for days, uh, you know, talking about whatever, and it, and you know, but most of the time, like, I don't seek that out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm a friendly neighbor. Like we've got some neighbors that, you know, I'll, I'll if they're outside, I'll, I'll go over and start conversations with them, you know, and whatnot. But most of the time, man, I'm just pretty laid back, relaxed, kind of, you know, just sitting there. If you want to come talk to me, man, all day long, I'll talk to you, but I don't really seek it out. Yeah. So like, that's the thing, man, with all this stuff going on, I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, it's, it's life, dude. You know, I'm, I'm fine with, you know, either way I'm good, but it hasn't really been uh, too much of a struggle. No, you know, I mean, because you know? I mean, life for all a three. I'm assuming for all three of us has not changed. Still working. Yeah. Still, the only thing now is the kids are home more. Yep. God. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable, yeah. man. Because we've been out of school since the first of March, 
And we're not even to the point now where it's even summer break yet. We're still technically supposed oh, to be in school. Yeah. And they've already been at home for two months. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at boarding schools for my <laughs> next year. My my uh, young my son, he's he's three and a half. He just got uh, back into school. He was going to like a little preschool. Um, and uh, they actually, you know, they shut down in, in early March there too. Well, actually, no, you know, I take that back. They were actually still open during most of this. Uh, we just kind of, since my daughter, who's six and a half, was out of school, she's in kindergarten, she she was actually out of school. So we kept him home just because, you know, it was like they, they love playing around with each other and stuff. And um, But we actually were like, this is like maybe three weeks ago, we we're like, all right, you know, I think we're ready to send, you know, send him back to school. And uh, this literally the next day, we got an email from the school and they're like, uh, we've got somebody who tested positive. Oh, for and we're like, are you kidding me? Like this whole time you've been in school and nothing's happened. And the moment we want to send them back, then you, you know, which is fine. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so then we had to wait another couple of weeks and, you know, they didn't say whether it was a kid or, a, um, a, an adult who worked there or whatnot. But anyways, he just recently went back last week and, uh, had a good time and stuff. Of course, this morning we're like, Hey, we're going to go to school. And he's, he's losing his mind. You know, he's like, no, I don't want to, you know, and I'm like, man, you know, like, yeah, we could keep him home. But you know, when he gets there, he like has a yes. good time, you know, oh, but, yeah. It, it's good for their structure. Oh, for sure. It's because it sure. throws them off. But I asked my middle child who's been doing online school, and I asked him if he missed school, if he'd rather go back and be with his friends. He's like, no, I'd rather just be here and do this. And it's just, <laughs> God, son. Yeah. he I, He's definitely my laziest of the, of the bunch. But right, right. Whatever. So let's get into it, what actually people want to hear. They don't want to hear us ramble about our local <laughs> town, anything like that. Uh, let's talk about All-American Badass, Chad. Oh, man, dude. Purple oh, Heart like, recipient. I did, my God. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> that is awesome, man. Thanks, Bill. Look, I, is I, it too cheesy to throw a thank you for your service in there? Well, he gets it. He gets I, it too. Oh, he gets yeah. a thank you for yeah. your service. I, I am the worst <laughs> at that too. Like, I honestly, I don't know what to say when people like. Truly, I, I'm just like, uh, you're uh, you're welcome. Like, yeah. that sounds so weird. Yeah. You know, like it's just I don't know, man. To me, it's just. You know, I know it's a thing, and I know people are being genuine when they say it, and I I, I love it. I think it's great, you know, and I I hope we continue to have support for, you know, troops and all that stuff, you know, for the remainder of my lifetime at least. Because you know, know back in the day, you know, obviously mostly in Vietnam and stuff, you know, when troops came back. Oh was, yeah, that was a big mess. Obviously, I wasn't alive then, but yeah. you know, I've heard the stories and oh, stuff. My, so. my dad was a Vietnam vet. Oh really? And he's he hated it. Yeah, he came yeah. home. He said he was treated like a villain. Yeah. And he was just, he was miserable. So he's like, fuck. Yeah. I don't want people to know I was, I was a veteran. Right. Right. So like I said, I mean, I, I love, I love it, you know, it, but it's just, sometimes it is a very awkward situation. You know what I mean? Cause oh, I, yeah. you know, there, I will say, you know, there are people out there that, that definitely milk that kind of stuff and no yeah, doubt, <laughs> you know, I mean, I can't say anything much. I'm wearing a Nashville fire hoodie right now. But that's, that's not a big dude. That's who you work for. And, and I mean, that's a, I don't know, like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? No, like, there's not, you know? So it's, 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 it, but I'm like, like, I'm like, but there's some people, man, that wear their uniform every yeah, yeah, yeah. day. Yeah. And that then they're kind, off. Yeah, yeah. And just walk around like that. Right. Like it's, it's like you had an opportunity to change. Yes. That, yeah. dude, and now I've got, dude, I've got, I could go down a rabbit hole on that. <laughs> and man, I'm telling you, like, you know, especially when you live in like a military town or close to a military town and you're like, it's like six o'clock, you know, in the evening, you're going out to eat and you know that Joe got off at like three or four or whatever, you know, and like 
had plenty of time to go yes. change into normal clothes. I can and only want, imagine that Fort Campbell looks <laughs> yeah, like oh, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to wear like their uniform out to like maybe get like a free dinner or somebody to say thank you or somebody to hopefully pay for their, their dinner. And yes. again, man, I don't want to sound like so vindictive on that and stuff. And like, you know, obviously, you know, we're grateful for everybody who serves and whatnot, but there's a point where it's like, man, you're not the only one, dude. Like there's been so many people before you and there's going to be so many people after you, you know, be proud of what you do, but like, don't try to milk it, man. You know, oh, I, mean? I agree. You know, don't try to do that. So Jeremy, you know, that I don't wear any of our garb. Yeah. 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 I don't, I take it off as soon as I get off shift. I, I, I ride home in plain clothes. I go to work in plain clothes. Um, but I remember I was at a basketball game, a, uh, uh, a collegiate basketball game. It was during the NCAA tournament and I had, Head to toe, the team I was representing, except for my hat. Now, the hat is not issued by our yes. department. It was made... Special order. Special yeah, order. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had no less than 10 texts from Jeremy thanking me for my service <laughs> about the hat I was wearing. Oh, How many times have you seen me with any garb on outside of... Very rare. It, rare, if any. But, um, no, I think, I think Chad's right. I think that he that I think some people will milk the um, the privilege because we do we do get special privilege. No, there's no doubt we do from it. Um, and like you were saying, okay, there's discounts right now for first responders, nurses, and stuff like that that you can get on and various websites, uh, uh, various clothing, well, North one, Face. One uh, that I want to give a huge shout out to because uh, I use them. I mean, no, not look at me right now. This is this is that you know kids being home stress weight, but. Uh, <laughs> That six pack, uh, six pack bags. Yeah, fifty percent off right now. They were giving us fifty percent off, which I have four of them, so I don't need to order anymore. But they're also giving a fifty percent discount to people just staying home. Yeah, thanking them for doing their part in through all this. Right. So they thank the firefighters, responders, you know, all medical staff, whatever. Then they're like, "Well, hell, let's just make it site wide and make everyone feel special. Thank you for staying at home." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's awesome. Um. So yeah. With that being said, so I don't wear any garb anymore. Whatever. Um. But <laughs> sorry, sorry, I ruined that view. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't wear it because those care. those hats are comfortable. So well, here's the thing: is because they they pay us to do it. Yes, they do. I I fought it. I I went to college. I fought it. I'm not going to do this. No, I'm, I'm not going to. This is not the oh, line yeah. of work I'm going to go into. Um. Nevertheless, I followed in the footsteps before me and yep. my father yep, yep, yep. and did the same thing. Uh, but, uh, nevertheless, that, that, that's, that's what I do. So, um, did you get it? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's a Neelan hair flattering. Sure. And Neelan's not in here with us today. Um, but again, Chad has some cool stories. Yeah. And um, I want to hear, and them. I get to hear them. So I want, I'm going to, I'm gonna sign off. Yeah, I wanna. Uh, I wanna hear. You guys are gonna talk. I wanna hear this. These stories. We get sidetracked so yeah, easily. Yeah, it's amazing. To We're me, twenty to minutes me, in. This is my brother-in-law. This yeah. is Chad, and and yeah, we we have some inside jokes of our own, especially when we have get-togethers and whatnot. So, um, but I'm gonna let Chad talk. I'm gonna let you because you obviously have the just you just run the yeah you just run it better. Just just real quick, let me ask you, what's it like having a brother-in-law that you're friends with? I'm so jealous of y'all's relationship. It is cool, man. It is cool. <laughs> because uh, I am just determined well, that my brother-in-law hates thing. my I'm guts. Sh- no, no, no. Here's the thing. Like, we kind of, 
because we have both dated sisters forever. I mean, they started dating the same time me and Allison started dating. So they've been together almost 20 years. So Chad has been my quote unquote, pretty much brother-in-law for 20 years. But uh, I will say this, and, and this is, because I do brag on him. You hear me brag on him all the oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but he does. He motivates me to do more. I went back to college. Which, uh, congratulations, by the way. Done. Yeah. Done. All done with school. Done. That's Completely huge. Done. Yeah. Um, Time to get so, that 3%. But, but yeah. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. But, uh, I mean, he motivated me to do that because we were on a vacation. Okay? We were on a vacation. Um, and at, like, 1130 at night, because... We're insomniacs. We yeah, can't oh yeah. sleep. Yeah, yeah. Our work schedules. He he can't sleep because oh, of what he yeah. does. Um, and he's on the computer. I'm like, hey, what are you doing, man? He's like, oh, I'm just finishing up my degree. You know, I'm like, another one? Yeah, yeah, another degree. The whole American finishing badass. Up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, so, uh, no, I really do. I I, I, I look up to him. I, I, I do gush on him quite a bit. But, uh, dude, he, I mean, he's just a, there's very few good dudes. He's a good dude. So okay. All right. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna let it go from there well, and let you guys talk. And let's let's dive in to man. I feel like I got the story of that, under God, the table. That is a hell of an intro. <laughs> kind of flooded my basement a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, man. So let's 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 stop getting sidetracked in and then yeah. Let's up, let's. Uh, I feel like I should get you your own intro music just for this. <laughs> That is a God. Billy's never talked about me that way. Anyway, so I gushed on. Yeah, no, he did, man. Hey, all right. He talked about how big of a man you were, and he didn't lie, man. You know, he's you know he loves the big man. There ain't no doubt. So does my wife. So does my wife. All right. Hey. All right. So let's get into it, man. Chad, let's just let's give. If you were gonna write a cliff notes of your career, your life. Let's hear it. Oh man, um, well let's uh, we'll we'll throw it back. You know, here's the deal, and and I did again. You know, and my wife's part, she's right. I, I can get down the rabbit hole and get sidetracked myself and stuff. But um, I'm actually talking to a guy right now who uh, mutual friends. I got introduced to him uh, by a guy I used to work with, and he's interested in. Uh, he was a former Marine. Uh, Got out, got in law enforcement. Now he's he's looking at getting back in, and specifically into uh, the special forces uh, in our our guard unit, the nineteenth uh, or twentieth group, uh, specifically him, twentieth group, same unit I'm in now. Um, but anyways, so I've just been talking to him literally the past few days, and and uh, and so kind of the more, and I've had a bunch of people over the years kind of approach me too about once they find out what I do, like you know the the whole process and how it how it works and how I got into it, how I decided to do that. So we'll kind of we'll kind of go back and, and just kind of give a, a little intro into how I got into the whole, you know, special forces and whatnot. Um, and then kind of go from there and we'll, and we'll see. So um, basically like every, you know, kid growing up, man, I, I was infatuated with, you know, military movies and just Rambo and playing, you know, dressing up in camo and all that stuff going outside and just playing in the woods and, um, you know, so I, I didn't think much of it when I was younger. I was just like being a, you know, boy, man, being a young boy, like, yeah, let's go play military. Let's go play army. Um, you know, but as I got a little bit older, I remember, uh, you know, just kind of having that, that passion that was just like, yeah, man, you know, I just want to, I want to, and maybe it was like a hero complex. I don't know. You know what I mean? Whether that's good or bad, but 
you know, I'm like, yeah, I want to do something, you know, I want to do something great, you know? And, uh, I remember in high school, man, uh, I did a presentation. I can't remember what class it was for or whatnot, but I actually did this like video presentation about, uh, being a Navy SEAL, you know? And so I was like, oh yeah, you know, like, and this was like in high school. So, you know, that was obviously old enough to kind of start thinking about what I want to do with my life. And, um, so anyways, did this whole thing on like Navy SEALs and it was just kind of, you know, one of those things where I'm like, man, I just, I would love to be one of these dudes, man. You know, they just seem like they are just the coolest guys in the world, oh, you yeah. know? um, which they are, you know, Navy SEALs are great. Um, so anyways, uh, you know, as I got into college or starting to go to college and whatnot, you know, um, I, you know, I started drifting kind of away from the military, but started focusing on looking into getting into like some sort of law enforcement, you know, just something protecting people, something helping people. Um, that was just, that was the way I thought, you know, and, and that was just my life, man. It was just like, I want to do something and dude, I'm, I am a small dude. I've always, you know what I mean? Like I am five, six and like 155, 60 pounds on a good day. You know, I've always been like, you know, that smaller guy. And so I've always, uh, and maybe that had something to do with it too. Just always having to kind of fight a little bit, you know, to kind of, uh, maintain my presence or whatnot, you know, and, uh, you know, there's tons of stories as far as that goes too. But, uh, so anyways, you know, I just felt like though, I'm like, man, this is what I was made for is to just help people and, and do something to, uh, you know, maybe risk my life at one point to, to help somebody else. So started going to that in college and went to, uh, uh, UTC in Chattanooga there and, uh, you know, started really looking into law enforcement. I was, I was going to school for uh, criminal justice, you know, and I was like, wow, man, you know, I'll, I'll get into law enforcement and, uh, look at getting into like the FBI or DEA, you know, uh, really before I knew too much about those organizations, you know, and those are great jobs. I've got friends who work for those agencies and, and it's, it's a great career. Um, but you know, as things happen, you know, uh, me dating, uh, you know, my wife at the time, girlfriend at the time, you know, Oh, uh, I don't think, you know, I brought up the whole military thing and you know, it wasn't the the smoothest conversation I think at first, you know, and even for my family, you know, my family, obviously they love me. They don't, they didn't want anything to happen to me, of course. So they're, like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? You know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I've, I've always thought about this. I was, I put it off for too long, you know, like I want to do it. You know, I was reading books, you know, constantly about, um, you know, military special operations. And that was the thing is when I was like, if I'm going in the military, the only job I'm doing is something within the special operations uh, realm. You know, I was like, I'm not like, I'm not going in to do anything else. That was my determination. I was like, I, that's what I'm doing, you know? And, uh, so I, anyways, I was, uh, working as a personal trainer, uh, at the time I was in college and I, I actually had a, uh, a guy I worked with who was a former Ranger battalion guy, um, back in the early two thousands and uh, such a great dude, man. Uh, Cole was just an awesome guy. And, uh, he, he was like a, probably one of my first mentors as far as like the whole military stuff goes, because he, you know, I talked to him about, I'm like, man, this is what I want to do, man. I, I, you know, I, I, at that point I'd, I'd picked, you know, kind of, said, Hey, I want to go into the army. You know, that was kind of my thing. I didn't want to, Marines are great. You know, all that stuff. There, all, there's uh, great things about all the, you know, military organizations, all that stuff. But I had just come down to, I was like, I want to, I want to go in the army, you know, and whether that was in going into Ranger battalion or going into army, you know, the special forces, those are kind of the two deciding factors at that point. So I talked with him and, uh, you know, he, it was, it was pretty cool. Cause he sat, you know, we sat down and he's like, Look, man, he's like, you know, I was former Ranger Battalion guy. Uh, I've worked with a lot of SF, you know, guys in the past. He was like, 
based off your personality, he was like, I can already tell. He's like, I think you're going to thrive better being going, you know, to be a Green Beret, an SF guy. You know, he was like, it's just Ranger Battalion is good. And, and he, he was absolutely correct because I am a very independent uh, person. You know what I mean? Like, even as I was younger, man, I wanted to like, make my own decisions, do things like I didn't want a lot of rules. I didn't want a lot of, you know, Hey, this, you have to have a haircut because of just because, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. I don't want to do that, man. Like I want to do the job. Like I want to get out there and get after it and, and do the job and not worry about all the, the little things that like make you like the ultimate military guy or soldier or whatever, you know, and those things have their place, man. It's all, you know, it, it's all for the reasons, you know, for, you know, discipline and all that stuff. But so anyways, so in college, man, I finally, I was, I think I was like, Oh, hey, I was at my senior year and I was just like, I'm done. I'm done with school, man. Like I'm going, I am going into the military. You know, this was, things were getting uh, pretty heavy in uh, mid two thousands. Um, you know, so guys, you know, I was just reading all these cool stories about all these military special operations. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm doing it, man. I'm just, I'm making that decision. And uh, so anyways, looked into it. Uh, Cole went with me to the recruiting office and was like, I, I walked in the office and I'm like, I want to, at the time they had a, a program called 18 x-ray program. And it was, uh, basically you can walk in, uh, join the military and get a contract to basically, uh, once you go through basic training, airborne school, then you could go to selection, the SFAS special forces assessment and selection. And if you make it, that's great. You get put in the pipeline to, to go into the qualification course and become a green beret. Or if not, you fail, like you go to the needs of the, the regular army, you know, um, at that point you would be, a uh, um, what's called 11 Bravo and in infantry, uh, MOS for the military. So if you didn't make it, you would most likely go to the 82nd airborne 101st, you know, great, uh, military conventional infantry units, but that was not what I wanted. Yeah. I, I did. I did not want that. I was like, you know, I would have made the best of it, I'm sure. And you know, and it, but I was like, I am not failing, you know? Now, if you even, if, if you <clears throat> fail that first go round and like you said, go 11 Bravo, yeah. is there a possibility to go try again? Yeah. Yeah. Down the road. Uh, but the, the problem is, man, once you get locked in those units, it can get a little bit hard to kind of get away. They don't, they don't want to let anybody go. You I know? Gotcha. So they're, they're going to try to do whatever they can to hold on to you and all that stuff. Um, so I, anyways, I, I, you know, I made that decision. Uh, you know, I had a ton of people, you know, die. well, you know how hard it is. You know, a lot of people fail and I'm like, I don't care. You know, oh, like yeah. I don't care that other people fail. I'm like, that's not like, that's great, but that's not me. You know? And if I do fail at the end of the day, it is what it is. As long as I'm trying it, I'm going to do ab absolutely everything I can. That, that was the point, man. You know, cause I did not, the biggest thing, and this is what I want people to understand, man. And this is what I tell a lot of young guys. I'm like, if this is something you want to do, do it because you will live the rest of your life with regrets if you oh, don't try. No and, you know it's I mean? and it's amazing what that that fear of failure oh, does to people, man. It's it's it that drives more people than it, than anything. Even to this day, uh, it, I'm going to get sidetracked a little bit, but even to this day, man, no matter what course I go to, uh, you know, anything like that, and and this is goes for all the guys I work with and stuff. Like, dude, you got these guys who are just top notch, you know, elite guys that everything they do and we are so scared to fail oh yeah, you know what I mean? yeah no, it's definitely. like i would much rather be in a firefight somewhere where i can somewhat think about trying to control the situation yeah. but like this fear of failure like if you're in a training environment man you're like 
I'm more nervous now than I am when I'm like in combat, oh, yeah. like getting shot at, you know what I mean? It's, and I don't know what it is, but you know, I think it's a good thing because it definitely, uh, it, it motivates you to, to just continually do everything you can to succeed and, and be your best. And obviously that can carry you into, you know, uh, open up a lot of doors and stuff down the road. So, uh, so I just had that, that motivation, man, where I was like, this is what I want to do. Uh, so anyways, uh, went through, you know, enlisted in the military 2009, uh, went through basic training, airborne school, uh, went through that whole game and which that's all it is, dude. It's, it's not hard, you know, it's just, a it's a suck fest. Yes. You know, you get in there and you're just like, you know, it is like, it doesn't matter where you came from, who you were, whatever you are, nothing. And you just have to sit there and take it and, you know, learn to just kind of day by day, man, just be like, Hey, what are your end goals? The end goal is the most important thing. You know what I mean? Can you get through this? Basically the, all the BS of, of what we're doing, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And most of it's for just shits and giggles of like, Hey man, we're just going to keep you up and make you do all this stupid stuff just because we can and see if you're going to quit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it does like at the time, man, you're like, well, this is dumb. There's no purpose to this, but down the road, you kind of see a little bit here and there where you're like, okay, like I, I can see where this stuff can come into play down, you know, in certain situations. So, so anyways, went through basic training, man, uh, met some great buddies, man. So still to this day, they ended up actually working with, um, within special forces. Um, so, I mean, just solid guys. Some guys, some guys have gone and done some things that, I mean, we will never know about. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> awesome. and other guys who had, uh, did some great things, got some amazing, you know, awards, silver star winners, all this stuff. And and they're just like, they were some of my best friends, man. And, uh, you know, I'm like, dude, I, I was friends with these guys who were just like these literally like true American heroes that like nobody will ever know about, you know what I mean? Cause they're, they're super humbled guys. Um, so it was just, it was kind of cool to, to link up with those, those like-minded guys, man. And just kind of like go through the process and, uh, and, and everything. And, um, so went through base training, went through airborne school. I, I know I've said that like five times now. Uh, okay. <laughs> after that, went went to uh, uh, selection. So SFAS, man, uh, it, that's that's the selection that you have to uh, go through in order to get into the qualification course to become uh, a Green Beret. And uh, it, dude, it's changed so many times over the years. I'm pretty sure when I went through, it was like 21 days. Uh, they change it. You know, sometimes it's like a few days longer. Sometimes it's a few days shorter. I don't know why they do that. They just do it. Uh, um, no, but that's, that's a part of the mental thing. Yeah. 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 Right. You heard some people did it for 21 right. days. So that's, you're expecting it go longer, right. go shorter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that, that was out in North Carolina. So I was at Fort Bragg, uh, going to selection and, uh, I mean, it was just cool, man. It was awesome. It was an awesome, just kind of, you know, process to even go through. Cause I mean, you're so nervous. You don't know what's going on. You yeah. know, it's, you hear all this stuff. Like you read these books of like, you have to do this to get selected or, no, you know, don't do this or you're going to get dry, you know, at all, I mean, oh, which yeah. all in grand scheme of things, we look back, it's all, you know, ridiculous stuff, you know? So, uh, you know, guys, guys, I've been given to, uh, advice to here recently, recently, it's just like, man, show up, uh, you know, just be prepared, be on your right place, right time, right uniform and do your absolute best. And that, that's it. It's, it's, it's actually so simple. It's such a simple process, man, where, you know, if you're there and you're determined you just go from basically the next meal to the next meal. You know, it's oh, yeah. like you wake up, you do your thing, you go eat breakfast and you go do whatever they tell you to do and just look, look to get to lunch. And then when you're at lunch, man, you know, do your thing, look to get to dinner and you just 
create that cycle, man. And that's all you're doing is looking for that next meal. And then by the end of it, you're like, oh, we're done. Oh, you yeah. know, like, oh, and, cool. Yeah. And, that, and we, we talked before this, talk about, you know, David Goggins and all that. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he said about like Hell Week. Right. He says, just stop trying to look at it. Well, hell, I yeah. have until Friday. He said, just start making it appointments. Yeah, man. I got, I got to this day. Yep. I got to this. I got to this. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And and again, man, I was a, I was a hundred and at that time, dude, I was probably like 140 something pounds, man. Just, you know, from basic training to airborne school, you know, you're, you're just thrashed and you're losing weight, man. Cause you're not eating like healthy, you know, by oh, any yeah. means you're getting food, but it's not healthy. You're, you're just tearing your body up, man. And so like you know, I already went in as kind of like an under underdog, you know what I mean? Cause you got guys all, all walks of life, man. You got guys, your size, you know, six plus feet, 200 something pounds, just like monsters that can, you know, they throw 50, 60 pounds on their back and it's like, Oh cool. No big deal. You know? And I'm like, well, I got to carry the same weight and I'm, you know, half your size, you know, yep. it, it kind of sucks, you know? Yes, <laughs> so mentally you start kind of looking at that too. And you're like, dude, man, am I sucking more than they are? But it all works out, man. It's all, they do it really well to where it's all kind of an even, even playing field where, you know, you'll be better at some things than other guys. And then they'll be better at you than some things and whatnot, you know? So, um, you know, like running, they do, if it was just me running without any weight and stuff, bro, I was crushing it. You oh, know, it's yeah, like, yeah, Oh, yeah. no problem. You know? So, and then the bigger guys were yeah. struggling on yeah, that. It's but, more gravity pushing down right. on the knees. Boss. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it was, uh, like I said, it, looking back at it, man, it was, uh, I mean, it was actually a blur and, uh, I wish I could, uh, remember all, all of it, but, uh, it, I mean, it sucked, you know what I mean? I, I would definitely hurt, you know, it's pretty common to, to get injured, uh, during that process, man. I remember having like some fractures in my, the top of my feet and whatnot. Um, but you just have to like just suck it up, dude. And you just keep going and one foot in front of the other. And then by the end of it, you're like, Oh, I'm done. Cool. Got selected. Great. Uh, and that's just, that's the beginning. Uh, so what the selection process means really means nothing. It means, okay, cool. Now you get a chance to go through the qualification Jeez. course, Jesus. which is really at minimum, like a little over a year, depending on what your specialty is. I was a 18 Bravo, which is a, a, a weapon specialist, weapon sergeant for the, uh, the teams. And, uh, so that's kind of a shorter track. Um, you know, all the smart guys went to be medics, uh, which is like, a, <laughs> um, you know, a two year plus kind of program communications guys, all that stuff, uh, a lot smarter than me, you know, but, uh, but no, I actually, I actually chose, um, uh, chose to be, uh, you know, a weapon specialist. That's kind of what I wanted to do. And, uh, I don't know what Billy's doing. Billy, here, I, but... I can tell you exactly what <laughs> Billy's trying to do. Oh, he's trying to get these closest oh, damn man. rings right now. Oh, he's not working out. He's just sitting here shaking his arm trying to get, <laughs> I thought you stupid. were having a seizure hey, or something. Hey, hey, I'm not messing with y'all right now. <laughs> Lay off. I'm just listening. Oh, okay. Man. And I'm rolling my eyes every time he downplays everything. he's done. Oh, dude, well, this is well, great. He, he, he told me the story of how Allison gets her standpoints when they're driving on vacation. Yeah. She sits there and shakes her arm so she can get her stand. You that jerk. Is great, That's man. cheating. That's great. Because we, we talked just off track real, real quick. I don't know if, are you partnered up with them on your Apple Watch? No. Okay, so like all three of us are linked oh, are, are linked up on our Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. So like every time they work out or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it shows up. Like Allison will be like a minute short of closing a ring. Yeah. So she'll get up from bed. Turn on the walking app if she's going to get a glass of water, just so she can close that damn ring. That's great, cheese. man. Hey, hey, David Goggins would not be impressed right now. Bro. No, he would not. <laughs> All right, so uh, selection school. You, yeah, you man. made it. So selection made it through. Uh, okay, Billy's doing push-ups now. Yeah. Uh, then then went started the the Q course, the qualification course, and that that's like the the 
the epitome, the bread and butter of, of like whether you make it uh, at the end or not. You know, the qualification course, like I said, could be anywhere from a little over a year to a couple of years, depending on what your specialty is. Um, like I said, I was always interested. I love shooting. I love tactics, you know, all that stuff. And, and the weapons specialists of the team, that's kind of their thing is that, uh, you know, you're, you're basically trained to, uh, cause you know, our big thing is in SF is we work, uh, by with and through, uh, foreign, foreign host nation, uh, forces, whether it be, you know, like the Afghan army, Afghan military units, whatnot, um, or going into certain countries that don't really have an established military unit, but kind of creating one working so with militia groups yeah, you know just, kind of thing touching on that subject because you know that you know you always hear america military top of the line right i mean just highly trained everything like that when you go and train these other countries militaries i've seen the funny videos on youtube <laughs> is it really that bad oh it's bad man it's bad dude <laughs> um you know and some are better than others uh in in you know, I, I'll get into that a little bit too. Uh, with some of the deployments, you know, working with certain units and whatnot. But uh, so, so you know, like I said, as a 18 Bravo, you know, that's my. I was like, hey, that's what I want to do. It sounds fun, you know. Um, just play with guns, know all the guns, you know, foreign weapons, domestic weapons that we use, uh, taking them apart, knowing how they work, fixing them out in the field if you have to, teaching, you know, tactics, CQB, um, all that fun stuff. You know, that's kind of your thing. Running ranges. Um, that, that's, that's mainly your, that's what falls on you when you show up to the team. So went through the course, man, uh, won't get into the course too much. Uh, you know, it's long and that's the hardest part the, there's a ton of physical, uh, parts in there. Uh, small unit tactics is, is definitely one that's like, uh, gets a lot of guys like fails, you know, guys quit during that. Cause it's, I mean, it, that sucks. It's just a couple months of just out in the, uh, wilderness of, uh, Fort Bragg camp call area. And you were just sucking, dude. Like I went through in the winter time, and there were record snowfalls. Uh, you know, I actually had an instructor uh, who who said he was like, you know what? He's like, you guys actually earn your green berets. You know, if you make it to the end, because this sucks. You know, and I was like, oh, I was like, if he says, <laughs> oh, that, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, oh yeah. Um, so so yeah, so steer school. Uh, you know, that was another. That was probably the best thing I've ever done, man. Um, and I won't get too much into that. Um, you know, just for kind of security reasons and, and, and whatnot. But SEER school was was an amazing course. And honestly, like it's one of the things that a lot of people say it's it's the best course you've ever taken that you don't really want ever want to do again. Just because uh, at the time, like, I mean, it absolutely sucks. But it by the end of it, you're like, wow, like I just did some things and pushed myself to these limits that I didn't know I could do, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, and of course, you learn all kinds of uh, really neat, you know, things as far as escape and evasion and, and whatnot. So um, so going through that, those are those are definitely the, a couple of the, the hardest parts of the qualification course. Um, and then we have to do a, uh, part of being an SF man is, is again, working with, um, indigenous forces is we learn other languages. Uh, you're supposed to learn at least, you know, one, know one other language, foreign language, uh, in order to pass. And, and you do, you get, we go through, I, I'd ended up taking, uh, uh, Persian Dari and Farsi. So like Dari, <laughs> Dari spoken in Afghanistan and Farsi is spoken in Iran. And they're very, actually very similar. They're both uh, based off of Persian language. So if you know one, you can kind of get away with speaking another. And there's definitely some vocab and whatnot um, that, that it, there is some difference there. But uh, so anyways, I, I, I went through that and it was about, I think it, it was about a six month program to go through that language course. And that's all you do, man. You're, you're just sitting there like 
with an instructor, native speaker, and you're just learning that language, man. You know, we got guys who speak Russian, Chinese, you know, Spanish, of course, I mean, fart, that, you know, French. That's the best way to do it, though. It's just immerse yourself. Oh, yeah, in it absolutely, because, man. That's the only way you can in that that amount of time that you can actually learn those languages, you know, and, and, uh, I actually enjoyed it, man. Um, I I've loved having that ability. Um, it actually helped quite a bit, you know, when I was in Afghanistan, it really did. Um, it, it, you know, it could definitely make or break you, man. Um, cause that, that's, again, that's part of our, you know, what separates us from other military special operations units, like the Ranger battalion and whatnot, which are, they're phenomenal. You know, they go in and they, young young dudes man studs like all american boys who just can literally do anything and you just tell them like they're just like hey what do we, what do we need to do cool all right you want me to go and you know get on top of this rooftop and just slay bodies cool i'm gonna that's all i'm gonna do for for the rest of the night you know and uh and they do it and they do it with uh precision and and uh it's <laughs> it's gonna you know they're gonna get the job done for us you know it's a little bit different because uh we have to we have to look at things and, and go in with very limited resources in a lot of cases and like basically um just start from scratch in a lot of ways so you have to know the cultures you have to know the languages you have to be able to think a little bit on your own and not have somebody tell you what to do because oh, yeah. you're you're the one making that decision yeah. you know uh sergeant sergeant you know uh, so-and-so who, you know, is in this country and he's working with one other teammate, you know, and he's assigned to like take these, you know, indigenous forces and go attack these targets or capture somebody and stuff. It's like, it's just two Americans and a, a handful of, you know, uh, indigenous forces who aren't very good, yeah. uh, as I mentioned yeah. earlier, and you're tasked to do, carry out these operations, you know? And so, uh, it takes a lot of maturity. Um, you know, so it's a little bit different. So that sets us aside is just having that, uh, culture experience that that language ability because uh, that like I said that can kind of make or break you depending on situations whether or not you know how to respect somebody in that in that culture you know cultural situation you know what I mean if you do something or say something wrong dude that could that could well, be yeah. the end of it you know what I, mean? Like, I mean like I mean, I'm assuming over there like you know just just hand gestures here in America yeah, absolutely completely different all, over there yeah. just like saying okay here I, I right guess, right that could, I could assume all, upset people all across the country oh, the yeah. world yeah oh yeah man all that stuff so you, so you got to take all that into consideration and uh you know so and that's what drew me to it too was honestly it was again because it's going back to that i always thought of myself as like kind of an independent thinker or person that like wanted to like make my own decisions you know i didn't want somebody to really tell me what to do and, and then that's going to happen in our organization as well but we get a lot more leeway man it's like hey we trust you as as being a senior guy to in the military to like make these decisions on your own and this is our task this is what we need to happen figure out a way to do it i'm like dude that's awesome man like yeah. we could do it 10 different ways you know what i mean yeah. so that was the beauty of it and that's what really drew me to to uh army uh, special forces as opposed to you know being an army ranger or, you know navy seal and all that stuff you know uh, and again they all have their their merits and everybody has their own thing that they're extremely good at but uh so you know went through the q course uh managed to pass uh everything uh, the first time through didn't have to recycle so i got done in in a little over a year and then ended up going to uh getting assigned to third special forces group out of Fort Bragg. Um, I was originally trying to get fifth group, which is out over here at Fort Campbell. Cause that was close to home. Oh, yeah. It'd been nice yeah, yeah. to kind of be around, you know, but it didn't ended up not working out, you know? And, uh, so, um, it just, it really, I don't even know what that means, Bill, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll get Bill, that later. Bill has a whiteboard and is writing notes. <laughs> <to us. laughs> um, 
so so I ended up getting assigned third group, which ended up being phenomenal, man. Uh, third special forces group has been one of the uh, premier groups uh, just uh, for so long. They've been, you know, hot and heavy in, in all kinds of war zones uh, and just really have seen a lot of action. Um, so there's a lot of experienced guys. It was nice being there. Um, Fort Bragg is, is kind of our schoolhouse area. So basically when I got assigned to third group, live there at Fort Bragg. If you went to any of this, our specialty schools, you're there. So you don't have to travel like, as opposed to if you're at one of the other active duty groups, um, you have, you'd have to like travel to Fort Bragg, go to a school and then like go back home. Dude, I, I could go to a school and be at home that night. You know what I mean? I could go live in my house. So that was, that was kind of cool to be there. Um, ended up, uh, so I, I ended up getting assigned to a dive team. So in SF, you, we've got different specialties for each team. Um, there's free fall, advanced free fall teams where they just, you know, that's all they do is like jumping high altitudes, crazy conditions that night, you know, carrying, having a bunch of stuff they push out. Yeah, the halo jumps, halo jumps. Yeah. yeah. Um, dive teams, um, uh, mountaineering teams, some other specialty teams and stuff I won't get into, but, uh, they uh so anyways i was in the gym man and uh i was working out i was i had already graduated the q course got you know got my green beret um which was an awesome day man it was is just it a cool literally experience. a green beret? it's a, literally a green beret <laughs> man uh and that, that's where the name camp comes from because we're you know technically it's army special forces uh you know the green beret was a nickname uh given to us um and just you know and, and so that our hat is actually a green beret um so, but it's, you know, it's that, uh, nostalgic piece of headgear that just kind of separates you from everybody else because nobody else has, you know, um, that, that same color obviously of, of the beret. And so you, you kind of stand out a little bit there along with our giant tab on our shoulder that says special forces, <laughs> yeah, you know, that those two kind of are the symbolic, you when know, you, oh, when you, cool. when you're on a base and you're walking around with that, with the beret on, yeah. do the, the, like just the, the normal, just army guys, just frontline people, do they just, are y'all kind of like the rock stars? Yeah, man. I mean, yes, no, it depends. Like, you know, being at Fort Bragg, uh, and this is just the culture, man. And, you know, uh, being at Fort Bragg, we're there with like the 82nd Airborne, uh, which I mean, they're phenomenal unit, conventional infantry unit, airborne unit, whatever. Um, big Army is just so different from special operations, man, because they are very it's so regimented. It's 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 just very um, it's just different, man. And so like sometimes there is a, a little bit of jealousy stuff that goes on. And so, especially if guys who went to selection didn't get picked up or, yeah, failed yeah, yeah. or quit or whatever, they got the chip on their shoulder. And so they will do everything they can to like, try to try to demean you or like, you know, mess with you to be like, you know, what, which is, that's why honestly, man, if we were around uh, the garrison, you know, on the base, if we weren't at our team room or whatnot, dude, I wasn't in a uniform. I'm not walking around in a uniform if I don't have to, you know what I mean? Cause yeah, oh, I got you. you know what I mean? This <laughs> is one of those things. Do you remember, uh, when I came up to visit you in North Carolina and we went to shoot at your, it was, you can correct me if I'm misinterpreting it wrong, but, uh, we went to shoot where your team yeah. shot. And uh, going through the checkpoints and all that stuff to get there, how how they treated you? Yeah, I mean, you, you'll get like, I mean, you'll definitely get some, uh, you know, the guys know, like people know, and you'll get some, you know, people who are like think you're the coolest person out there, you know, and then you'll get some that also know as well that you know they, they again they kind of have a chip on their shoulder and may give you a hard time or whatever, but for the most part, man, it, it's you know it's pretty respected, obviously, and. um, 
you know, but again, we try to, I think most guys who get into that, that, uh, world special operations world want to get away from that military lifestyle. You know, I mean, that's like for me specifically, you know, it's like, I, I want to do this, but I don't want to be in the military. You know, is it, is that, is that something that fades over time? Cause like in the, when the, like when I came on the fire department, I mean that first like five years, I'm like, man, I'm a fucking firefighter. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, people, you know, thank me for a service. It was cool. Right. You know, whatever. But now that I'm further into my career, yeah, it's just the less that I have to talk about it, the less yeah. I have to deal with it. Absolutely, the man. No, it is, and and that's why you know most. I mean, dude, there's a ton of people out there that still to this day like don't know what I do, don't know what I have done, don't know they don't know it because I just I don't like I said, man. I just it one, it's complicated. It really is complicated oh, yeah. to be like, especially now that I'm in like 20th group, which again is our National Guard SF. They're like what. National Guard doesn't have an S, you know, special forces. And you're like, yeah, they do actually, you know, and it's like, and then you have to explain like, that, that's news to me, you know, what, what that's, you know, what that all means and all that. And I just, I'd, I'd rather not, you know, it's like, man, I don't care. Like I'm not doing it for anybody. Like I just want to, to do this, you know, do the job, you know? So, um, but yeah, going back, man. Uh, so third group, uh, ended up, I was working out in the gym and, um, I had this guy and, uh, it's kind of funny cause everything's small world, man. Um, he actually ended up, uh, finding out we knew we had some mutual friends and, uh, he went to UTC as well, Chattanooga. And, uh, I think his wife and my wife knew each other from nursing school. Some, there was some, there was some sort of connection. And, uh, so, it, but it's, and I've got so many stories like that that I want to get into, but this small world, how it always works out where you're like, holy crap, like, how did you, how do you know that person? You know, it's like somebody you've never met before and they, you end up talking and they're like, oh, I know so-and-so and so-and-so. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. What in the world, man? So, uh, but he saw me working out he's like, Hey man, he was like, um, are you in, are you in group? You know? And I was like, yeah, I just graduated, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be going third group. And, uh, he's like, do you have a team yet? And I was like, no. And he was like, do you want to go to a dive team? And if, if, and anybody who knows, like being on a dive team in SF is, uh, most people don't want to do it because it sucks. <laughs> okay. uh, just because uh, it's, it's super, it's just another school you have to go to. That is, it's, it's one of the hardest schools in the military. Um, it is, uh, you know, one, especially if you didn't want to go be become a Navy SEAL, but you want to be in special operations, you did that because you don't necessarily want to deal with all the water stuff. And, oh, yeah. and that's the same, man. SEALs, like budge training, all that stuff. Obviously, I haven't been through it, but I know enough guy, you know, uh, it sucks. It's, it's, a, it's a very intense process. And the water is the ultimate equalizer, man. Like, you can get studs out there, dude. Studs, physical specimen who can do literally anything, the bravest guys out there, man, and you throw them in the water and they're done, dude. They're like, nope, like I quit, uh, you know, and you're like, what? Like, I've never heard this person ever say that word in their entire life. And as soon as you put them in water where they feel like they're going to drown, you know, and in some cases do kind of, you know, have, you know, shallow water blackouts or get to the point of hypoxia that's so, so bad where you're like, I am dying, I'm about to die. It really messes with a lot of guys, you know, and so there's, uh, so the dive teams, man, and, and anybody who, who does listen to this and is an, uh, is an SF guy or something like that, it's probably going to roll their eyes, but, uh, dive teams are, are known to be a little bit more, uh, well, a lot of people think we're cocky, uh, but it's, it goes, it goes to the fact that we took another step of, okay, well, we're already at this level. Now we're going to go above and beyond and go to this uh, this school that not everybody goes through. And then a lot of people who do go through 
end up quitting. And these are studs, like I said, because they just, it sucks so bad, you know? So when he said that, I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, hell no, I don't want to go to this school. Like, I don't, you know, I like, I grew up swimming, but not like swimming. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, high school, collegiate level, anything like that. Like, I could just swim, you know? And I'm like, dude, what am, what am I getting myself into, you know? But, of course, again, it goes back to, like, I don't – this dude is a, a group guy on a team. He was a stud, man. He was this big old dude. Like, you know, I'd marry him probably. I mean, he's a jack guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ryan uh, – I won't say his last name, but Ryan, um, he, he was just – he was an awesome guy, man. And he approached me and was like, hey, man, I've seen you in the gym. Like, you're in good shape. He's like, we need good dudes, man. He's like, if you if you want to come to the dive team, man, just let me know. And you know, in the back, like I said, in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't want to do this. But then again, I'm like, I'm not gonna tell this guy no. You know what I mean? Because I'm new to group, and it's like, I don't want to have that reputation of being like, no, I, I don't want to do that because I'm afraid or whatever. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. Even though deep down, I was like, I'm gonna die. You know. So, uh, anyways, it all ended up working out. Again, small world. I ended up knowing one of the guys, the other guys on the team, uh, and the teams are broken down into basically 12 man, uh, teams. Uh, so, uh, when you show up every, there's like two of each MOS. So there'd be like two weapons guys, two, uh, engineers, two, uh, comms guys, two medics, and you got your leadership and all that stuff. So comprised of 12 guys, which generally never happened. It was usually like eight to 10. Our teams were just never full, man. And, uh, so I happened to know one of the other guys on this team. And, uh, and so he vouched for me. He was like, yeah, man, I went through the course with that, with him. And, uh, he's a great guy, you know? And so Ryan, the guy I met in the gym who saw me brought my name back to the team sergeant. Uh, the other guy, Luke, who I knew was like, yeah, man, this guy's solid. Like, let's bring him on, you know? And so I ended up getting, uh, linked up onto a dive team and, uh, basically got in it and, uh, went you know, balls to the wall right away, man. It was just like, Hey, welcome to the team. Like you're going to get ready to go to the pool. And, and it, you know, it was just like days out at the pool, man, just sucking, bro. Like just getting thrashed, man, where I was like, I don't know if I can do this, you know, uh, fast forward, man, uh, was getting prepped to go to uh, dive school down in, in Key West, CDQC. Oh, um, which is, oh, yeah, it's an awesome well, okay. experience, bro. <laughs> let's just go to the Keys. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the Keys for a couple he weeks. He was just talking about how hard it was. Now, yeah. now we're in the Keys. Yeah. So, and uh, so, anyways, uh, that was supposed to happen. That we ended up getting a, uh, a quick deployment that came up. Um, and so we were, um, I can probably, yeah, I can kind of talk about this now, but we were, uh, we ended up going, uh, it was, we had like two or three weeks notice and then we had a deployment that came up and, uh, this was back when Syria was just popping off, like okay. everything was oh, just yeah. happening. And, uh, so we got, uh, we got sent over to kind of augment this other unit that was overseas, uh, doing some training in a certain country. And, uh, they were going to send us over there to kind of give us access and placement to try to push us to be one of the first teams over into Syria. And so we were all like, Oh, this is his history. Right this here, is what bro. you've been training this for. Is this what is what we've been, you know what I mean? Like this was, this was like going to be awesome, you know? And, uh, so, you know, we, we get ready, man. We get, we go overseas, we're doing our thing. We're like, uh, linked up with another unit, doing some training, getting ready, prep, just kind of standing by, man. And, uh, this deployment specifically, uh, is when Benghazi happened as well. So once all that popped off, we got put on standby to, um, and this goes back to like all the BS with Clinton, Hillary Clinton, all oh, that yeah. stuff, man is like, dude, there were so many units 
ready to go overseas and get after it, you know, or not go overseas, but from overseas, go to Libya and do whatever need to be done to like get these dudes out. Um, we got put on standby, like literally like the birds were at the airfield, like we're kitted up. We're like, Hey man, you know, get ready. Cause we're going to load up on these aircraft and, and start going over and, you know, whether or not it was exfilling those dudes out of there, but also going and exfilling other people out from other embassies. Cause there's a lot of Intel at the time that potentially other embassies may get hit other state department sites and stuff. So we're, I mean, it was like, get ready, you know, and it was a constant, like everything in the military, like, all right, Hey, we're going, no, no, no. Hey, we're standing down, stand, stand by, you know, a couple hours later, Hey, we're going to go, we're going to go, you know, and then you're all getting all adrenaline dump, getting all excited. Not, Hey man, stand, stand down. It went like that for a couple of days, man, where we were just back and forth. And, uh, long story short, uh, things happened. Uh, we ended up, uh, we did a lot of good stuff on the deployment. Um, we ended up coming back and, uh, uh, I ended up going to, little bit later ended up going to dive school um so i remember dude i remember actually one of the times um that i honestly thought that i was going to quit something was during our pre-scuba uh and it was basically like a three-week uh prep course before you go down to dive school and they make it they make it harder just so you if you can do it there Hey man, you'll, you'll pass down at die school. And it, it was just notoriously, um, one of the hardest things. Like we, unfortunately we had a couple of guys who have gotten killed during that, like during that, like SF guys during training who have died because of, you know, heart issues or just something happened underwater. You know what I mean? It's so it's intense, dude. It's like, it's no joke. And, uh, again, I was going through and it was like, it was February. We were breaking ice out at Mott Lake, which is a lake that we, we use out at, at Fort Bragg, man we'd like sit there and like break ice at the shoreline to like get in and like do surface swims for like an hour and a half dudes are throwing up because it's the water's so cold. It's getting in their ears and like throwing off their, oh, yeah. you know, like they're just puking. Like, and, uh, so anyways, there was a time, there was a time where I was, I was just showing up back to the house, man. And my wife, she, I just sit there on the couch, like in a vegetative state. And she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm not, you know, like this is, this is terrible. I'm like, I honestly, like, I feel like I could quit right now, you know? And, uh, what's a wife saying that right there? Seeing you going through all this. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that was the thing is she's never seen me like that. And okay. that's what she was like, this is concerning because she was like, I've never seen you like this before, you know what I mean? And, and so that's when I knew I was like, Oh, this is, this is bad, man. Like I'm, I'm getting defeated right now, you know? Um, so you know, went through that process, just like everything, man, you reach back down inside and you're like, Hey man, you know, those feelings of wanting to quit, you, you go to sleep, you wake up the next morning, you're like, I'm good to go. Like, let's go, let's, let's get back after it, you know? So, you know, and if anybody, man, if a lot of dudes, if there's guys out there, they're like, Oh yeah, y'all would never quit. I never thought about it. And so I'm like, dude, they're full of crap. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Like there's times where like, when you're so cold, you're so tired, you're hungry, you're, 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 there's times when you may you, in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, quitting wouldn't be so bad. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? <laughs> and, definitely at a quarter <laughs> yeah and so so you know i went through that and then uh but it all worked out you know passing that pre-scuba went down to key west uh had a blast down there man it was so much easier down there than it was at pre-scuba because like i said they they make it harder uh, but it is i mean it's a very intense and hard school i mean there's guys that quit all the time down there 
Um, you know, and again, these are seasoned SF guys who have a lot of experience, done a lot of stuff, and it's just not for everybody, you know. But uh, it was a cool situation, man, just getting done with that, having a blast out in Key West on the weekends. We got off, dude, so you could, like, go down, and, like, you're literally hanging out in Key West for, you know, I think it was, like, six weeks or something, five or six weeks. Uh, and, again, it sucks. So you're getting thrashed during the week, but in the weekend you're off, you know, so you're just doing your thing. Um, so that was a good time. Uh, went to dive school, got that. Uh, that was a big deal, man, just because that's a little added flair where you walk around with a dive bubble and you're just like – oh yeah. Yeah, man. Like, like I, and this is where, like, this is where, like, you know, they're like, "Oh, yeah, you guys are just cocky," you know. But we're like, you know, you like, earned that. We earned it. We 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 had a, a reputation for getting getting after it more, just regularly, like always working out, you know, constantly, just kind of because you have to, man. You have to be in really good shape. And uh, so I was, I, I loved being on a dive team, man. Uh, that that was an awesome experience. Um, then uh, fast forward, man, ended up going to Afghanistan, and uh, that was that was uh, <laughs> that was a great trip, a short trip for me. Uh, um, going back to the Billy calling out the Purple Heart thing, um, which we'll get into that. But can I? I know this is terrible, but can I take a bathroom break real quick? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, well, no. About, we, we definitely well, go ahead. Take your take your break. Uh, well, 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 well. Something I actually wanted to, to talk about. So we're already an hour in. Yeah, and I feel like we got another whole hour or two left. Oh to no, talk we, about we definitely have an hour. So what I wanted to pitch out is anyone busy that we can do a part two episode. So oh, kind of sure, leave man. it here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, then, I'm good until I mean, obviously we got tomorrow. Chad's good. Are you good tomorrow? Or do you? Are you? On I don't know. Shift? If, I don't know about tomorrow, but like we can like maybe like the first of next week. Uh, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. Thursday's the only day I work. Yeah, so y'all yeah, want to? We'll definitely make it work, man. Okay, we'll figure out something because I want to hear more. Yeah, because we we just scratched the I surface know, and see, we just the touched problem. the tip of the iceberg, that's and I'm so freaking intrigued just hearing about his just training career. We're about to get into the good stuff. No, we're definitely about to get in the meat and potatoes, and I and in Chad's. So to for everybody, we're at his UDT at yeah. uh, Key West. Mm. So the so the the underwater demolition team stuff at, at Key West, his training. Um, I remember having a conversation with him because we text and we talk. Obviously, I mean, everybody's busy or whatever, but, um, no, we, we do we do keep in contact as, as much as possible, uh, being fathers and husbands and discount oh, yeah. dads yeah, yeah. And, and, and whatnot. And, that, and, that, and that's something I want to discuss in the next episode about all this yeah. is because I want to bring up, Family life, because you know, with me, I'm gone 24 hours. That's nothing. I mean, you're gone for months. Right. I mean, what was your longest deployment? So longest deployment was six months. Six yeah, months. Six I mean, months. that's. And did you have children at the time? Yes. That's got to be freaking tough. Yeah, I know, man. It's tough. It I mean, I'm gone away from my children for 24 hours. Now, granted, that's a good 24 hours, <laughs> but but you know, I I do miss them. And yeah. but I couldn't imagine being gone for six months away from my kids. So I'm I'm gonna let Chad go dispel some liquid gold. Okay, and uh, I so, got a bladder the size. So of so, so let's let's come to the agreement now. We're we're def- we're gonna cut it off right here. Yeah. We're we're through training now. Right. In which I'd love to talk more about Benghazi and all that stuff because yeah. yeah. that's that's good grief. I did not realize that you were somewhat tied into that yeah. whole yeah. thing because 13 hours and then Jim Halpert was over there and yeah. no one oh, came man, to save yeah. him and yeah, <laughs> you know it's just it's. Uh, I need to talk about all this, and I don't feel like we could get it all into this episode. I think we need to do a multi-part episode with this because I'm loving this. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm all about it. So, and like I said, I know I see I, I can get long-winded, but I, I you know, it's I love hard it. To, it's hard to like 
figure out like exactly what needs to be said and not, you know. Yeah, no, 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 man. That, I love it. And that, I want to hear more. And, yeah. and hopefully by then we'll have three mics. Three mics. Because, <laughs> because I we're them. Yes, we're not complaining, but uh, Amazon has moved to just doing, you know, essential stuff that has priority right now. So our extra microphones and booms and mics, uh, cords and everything like that is not high on the essential list right now. So if, if Amazon only knew how essential it was that we had a third mic, for this pretty freaking awesome podcast right oh, now. For so. sure. We'll, we'll definitely get that. <laughs> and, and now Jeremy, before we, before we close this out and, and I'm going to let you and Chad close this out because I've, I've been pretty silent. I've heard all the stories. Um, and I mean, I get them because I, I talk to Chad regularly, but, um, it, it's pretty cool, right? Oh, buddy. Yeah. I mean, it's badass. Are you ready to go work out right now? Yes. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to get on Rogue because I've been. St- I called Billy this morning. Oh, oh, I was, I was talk- we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that okay, off. We'll okay. talk about that off mic. Okay, but okay. I was on Rogue this morning looking at my plate carrier. I was like, I gotta get it. Yeah. I yeah. gotta get because the stupid vest I have now, it is a 70 pound sand vest. Ooh. Yeah, boss. Yeah. And I climb stairs with it just because that kind of duplicates walking walking with all my gear and tank right. and stuff like that. But it rips my freaking ears off every time I put it on trying to go work out. And it's got to the point now where it's not worth it. The only problem is, is like I felt like an alpha before we brought Chad on. Oh, and I no. knew that I knew oh, that he no. was going to like. I'm going home right now to do push-ups in front of my wife. <laughs> no trying doubt. to reestablish my No dominance. doubt. I'm doing the Murph right now. I would say I was going to pee on her, but that'd be a little too weird. <laughs> but um, but no. So definitely before we before we sign off, and, and I'm going to let Chad go. <laughs> dispense liquid gold. Um, dude, man, I've gushed on him, and I do. I, I I have a great family. I really do. I really do. I, I mean, between my wife and my kids and my in-laws and my my uh, sister-in-laws and my brother-in-laws, both of them, I mean, I, I, I gush on all of them. Um, but I get super motivated when I talk to Chad. Oh, yeah. I do. And it... Part of it is because I do look up to him. He's obviously he's younger than I am because I'm an old fart, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but I but I look up to him because he he didn't have the the he didn't let that fear detain him or or stop him from from doing what he wanted to do. Okay, yeah. and I mean I think we've shared this on. I mean that's my biggest regret, and I talked to to Allison about it or Al the other day about, um, you know, I mean, that's, that's my biggest regret is I feel like I didn't serve my country. Oh, and okay. I'm the same boat because if I didn't make the fire department, I was already lined up to join the Navy. Yeah. And I'm the black sheep of the family. Cause I had family, I had grandfather, world war two father, Vietnam war. And then I'm just a firefighter. Yeah. So, um, Chad, this is episode one, uh, of, of your story. And, and man, I, I can't, I can't put into words how much I appreciate you coming on and, and, and sharing your story with us. Um, because again, I've gotten a little bit more out of this than what I've gotten from us just, just generally. Um, but, uh, just sitting back and listening and getting to listen and, and, and be a part of what you've gone through and what you've sacrificed, what sis has sacrificed, what your kids have sacrificed, what you've done, your training. Um, it's super motivating. Oh, yeah, and, it is. And, and people need to hear it. Oh, yeah. that Buddy, I totally agree. And this is, I know we joke, and I'm sure it's with the same with the military. Other firefighters, we constantly joke with our, with each other. Thank you for your service. 
blah, 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 you know, because we don't take it serious almost. But honestly, man, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Because, I mean, fuck. No I mean, problem, it's just, man. it's just, I know what my dad sacrificed. He was over there, got exposed to Agent Orange, and ultimately that was what caused him mm. to die at such a young age. Yeah. Was because of the exposure to Agent Orange. And just, man, he made that, and that was forced onto him. And, you know, and you're making this sacrifice for your country and for us to keep our freedoms. Even through this COVID-19, people talking about tyranny and all that stuff. I don't think people understand what truly what, you know, real tyranny and communism is, you know. So, man, at the bottom of our heart, thank you for everything you do. And I can't wait to hear more stories. Absolutely. I'm I'm excited, you know. I'm excited to share. Um, Definitely, I will say I I don't do this often. And uh, so it's a a little uncomfortable, to be honest with you. Uh, you Well, you seem natural. I like it. It's good. But, um, you know, I wait to read the book. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Hey man, I will tell you, we did talk about my team and I, uh, for one of the deployments, we did talk about like when we were going to write our book, uh, and we'll get into that. Um, obviously it never happened, but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, no, I, I truly appreciate it. You know, we'll say caveat to all this, you know, the, that my stories are, you know, they are what they are. There are so many other guys out there. I mean, teammates of mine and, you know, guys I know who just, they've done so much more and so many cool things, man, that, you know, it's, it's like, people just have no idea, you know, and rightfully so. And I mean, that's the way it is. That's the nature of the job. And that's why we do what we do is it's not about, Hey, look at me. This is what I did. It's, it's, you know, we do it for other reasons and, you know, um, but just know, know that there are people out there constantly, you know, right now, um, as you're listening to this, that are doing things that you will never hear about, you know, and, uh, doing stuff way cooler than what, you know, my stores and all that stuff. And, and, uh, they'll, they'll, never be told, you know, um, you know, so just, just know that, you know what I mean? Know that it's, it's always, it's never ending. And, uh, there's always a bunch of good dudes out there, badass dudes who are uh, getting after it, um, you know, for the right reasons and, and trying to just, you know, keep our country the way it is, you know, yeah. um, as cheesy as that sounds, but yeah. it really is. I mean, once you start traveling overseas and you see all this stuff, man, it, it you become so grateful for, for what we have and, and who we are and the littlest things, man. Uh, and we can get into this too. I struggled a little bit. I do think it's important to, I talked to Billy about this recently. Um, I don't mind getting into some of the struggles, uh, you know, that I've had as far as, uh, you know, just dealing with probably a little bit, you know, definitely PTSD or, or just kind oh. of emotional stuff. Um, we can have which a is whole discussion. Yeah, about that, that, that definitely is, man. And it's wife, super important. Yeah. Cause my wife, 20 years on ambulance service, Yeah, I'm, I'm 10 years into the service and I'm still at the early stages where it doesn't, I, yeah. I see stuff and the next day I forgot all about right, it. Right. But now my wife now is just getting to the point now where stuff is actually starting yeah. to and affect it's, her. I mean, and it's serious, man. And it's, it's not a, it's, it's something not, a, you know, definitely not to be ashamed of. Um, you know, and that's a cultural thing in our organization that, that really has hurt us. I think is that guys do get to this point where they're like, Oh, I can't, you know, I'm, a, I'm supposed to be this badass dude, whatever. And I can't let this go or I can't let people know that I'm struggling with this. And it, it's just, it's ridiculous, man. You know, oh, I, mean? I agree. Like, <laughs> it's only going to hurt you worse. And, and so, uh, but yeah, all that stuff, man, I, I just, like I said, I just think it's important for people to understand that, that it's, it's okay, you know, to deal with that stuff. It's okay to be, uh, you know, vulnerable and emotional about certain Definitely. things and, and all that stuff. And again, man, like the, the things I've been through is, is nothing compared to what some of these dudes out there have been through. And, uh, my heart goes out to them and hopefully, I don't know, man, I'm always just like, if I can help one person, you know, in yes. my lifetime, I'm like, that's pretty satisfying, you know Agreed. what I mean? And so, 
who knows, maybe this, this right here will, will help some person, you know, just, just, uh, with whatever they're struggling with. Um, and we'll go from there, you know? Yeah. Right, we'll oh, I mean, I mean, regardless whether or not, I mean, I know that as far as Jeremy and I go, this is super helpful. Yes. Just I mean, talking. It, yeah, just yeah, talking yeah. about it is super helpful. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to sign off the way I always do. Jeremy. Love you, buddy. I love you too, buddy. Um, Chad, I love you, hey, brother. I love you, buddy. And uh, you. we're gonna um, we're gonna continue this on the next episode. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're, uh, we're, our first two parter. Yep. Yeah. And it honestly, it might go into a part three because it, I, it I, could I <laughs> because there's so much. There really is so much. And um, again, I brag on you all the time. Um, and this is uh, I I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. The crush word. Uh, I brag on you all the time, um, but uh, it's it's super cathartic to uh, to be able to talk to talk to you about this, hear your story, hear your um, your side of things, and uh, I just appreciate you being here. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, I love it. Thank you. Well, Chad, thank you, yeah, Billy, no thank you. Love you too. And we are the Discount Dads, and we are definitely gonna be coming back with a part two for this. So stay tuned. Check us out, all social media, blah, blah, blah. And we'll hear, we'll talk back to you soon.